This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my good friends? My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome. Happy Wednesday to you. This is AOM Radio. We are very thankful you are here. Every single day we go live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and we answer your marriage and relationship questions. Mm -hmm. And as always, our show is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's a couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring. And we created it because it's the tools that we wish we had had when we were going through a really hard time in our marriage. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. It's funny. It's fast. It's never, ever, ever boring. And you are going to love it. Something just came to me. Hold on. You can go to anatomyofmarriage.com to get it. You have to stay focused. That's right. I am going to stay focused. Something just came to me, and it's about consistency. When you said, we do the show every single day, that's where the rubber meets the road, being consistent, showing up, doing the work. Do the work if you want the results. So we do, and we do. So thank you. We're going to start out with prayer today. Prayer is one of the four things that we do. We do a prayer. We share intentions. We share a gratitude. And we also... Share a question starter, sorry, conversation starters from the app Anatomy of Marriage. What's up, Joe? What's up, Ro McKenzie? What's up, Slim? Good to see you guys this morning. So I'm going to pray. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day, another day that we get to do stuff. Uh, no matter where we are in life, we woke up this morning, we're on the wake-up list, and I thank you for that. That gives us an opportunity for change, an opportunity for growth, and an opportunity for self-discovery. Thank you, God. I pray that you bless the listeners right now and bless us in doing this. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. You know what? Uh, my intention today is to continue. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm really pumped up. Day three, phase three, day three of 30, and I'm feeling good about stuff. And it's not just like some manic, oh, I got chemicals. No, the consistency and the momentum that I have really feels great. And that is going to move over into my relationship with you, how I am present with the kids, how I show up, how I am. So thank. <laughs> so what's your intention? <laughs> the intention is to continue to do right. that. Like, okay, push back against resistance, 
connect with Melanie, okay. look in your eyes, talk to you, and give you that part of me that you want. So, All right. Can your intention be to stay focused? Say yes or no fast. Yes. Okay, good. Don't look at the camera and be Please, silly. No, okay. no one cares right now. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you. I'm glad that's your intention. Uh, yeah. My intention is, again, there's tons of house stuff to continue finishing mm -hmm. up. We're mm -hmm. almost done with it. I mean, like getting the silverware sounds really stupid but we freaking run out of silverware every day and it's driving me bonkers it's coming in the so Amazon people are gonna be today. like do you use plastic forks why are you no, running out of silverware no you know what i mean if you're a mom if you're a dad you might not <laughs> but anyway so that's what my intention is to like mm -hmm. get all of that stuff mm -hmm. just really honed in mm -hmm. and make a system out of it and then i can be more uh, intentional yes. with you which i love and mm -hmm. that's what i'm working on every day so intention goes over into something that i am thankful for and I go in the back. You need to explain what you're doing. You are on full blast. Every day we do prayer, intention, and gratitude. I which, did that. But I you said that blasted beginning. through it like everybody knows what you're talking about. Sorry. So now he's moving on pigs. to his gratitude. My so gratitude, you're thankful right? for what? I am thankful, and this is simple, for clean folded towels in the cupboard in the bathroom. Right? Mm -hmm. I go to take a shower. There's no towel in the rack. Oh, let me go in here. And there was a full thing of towels. And that I am thankful for. I am truly thankful for. That is something that we all have taken for granted. And I could easily just be like, oh, yeah, towels, whatever. But no, I'm not. You put it there. You folded it and you did it. So thank you very much. And I'm very serious when I have to say that. Thank you. You're welcome. I am thankful that you took Hattie on your uh, 30, what am I saying? AOM, not what am I, oh my gosh, 75 hard, three phase, three. Yeah. You took her to clean up trash on our road, which is something One that, of the things is a random act of kindness yeah. for 30 days straight, so. And yeah. I love it because we used to do that at our old house mm -hmm. when we lived literally right there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the kids always really liked it. And what's fun is our community always like honks and waves mm -hmm. and they're like, yay. Yeah, yeah. And so you took her to do that and I just, I'm thankful. I thought that, that really felt you. awesome. We rode the little motorcycle down the driveway, which she loves. <laughs> and I let her drive and I let her even do the gas and she was like this is so fun <laughs> it was it that would was be really fun. cute to yeah. have a gopro on because that would be oh, yeah. that would be so cool. so cute what's up josh haven't seen you in a while hope you're doing good, good. Uh, so yes that is what i am thankful for and those are my intentions mm -hmm. we encourage you to do these with your partner mm -hmm. do your prayer do your intentions do your gratitude and um, we call them pigs and there are reminders in the app, in the mm -hmm. Anatomy of Marriage app to do your pigs. You can set it as an alarm. It's a great way to connect and bring closeness like without hardly doing any work. That's so do right. It. Tiffany says, hi guys. First time I'm able to listen online. Yay! Looking forward to watching your shows more often. Awesome. Tiffany, we are sincerely glad you're here. Thank you for showing up. Yes. You're here. Yes, that's awesome. Let's do this. Let's dive into our question. So it says, I recently listened to the podcast episode where Seth shared about his adult attachment disorder and it hits home because not only do I struggle with adult attachment disorder, but so does my husband. Mm. What do you do when both partners are dealing with attachment issues? And in our case, ones that repel and often push each other away mm -hmm. we are both we were both raised by narcissistic mothers mine is ignoring and his is engulfing so mm. naturally i need more attention and he needs me to leave him the heck alone hmm. thanks for your help mm -hmm. okay so a myth of he needs me to leave him the heck alone that is a lie that sometimes attachments uh behaviors kind of perpetuate we mm -hmm. all are meant for connection deep down we want that connection and if we're not used to it we are going to push that away mm -hmm. right so the adult attachment episode that i did maybe a year ago i don't remember what number it was but it was really intense and attachment work is so interesting and so fascinating and so 
explanatory in why we do what we do, how we relate to others, how we relate to ourselves. And there's a couple, well, this is based off attachment theory, which is a a, a therapeutic model, how we attach to our primary caregivers when we're young. And it all happens in infancy, like zero to five. uh, And it can go on after that. But attachment theory talks about um, there's secure attachment, healthy attachment, there are uh, disorganized attachment, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment. And I just want to kind of back into this for what are you smiling at miss kmc row i'm still not done with all the podcasts so sometimes i feel like i'm cheating when i watch the live that's you know what really, isn't really that funny. so funny I, i've right. done that with other shows that i like right too. so okay so i'm just going to read a little bit about adult attachment disorder and how it came about and it's going to be quick but it'll give us context right it says according to whitaker there's no such thing as a marriage only two scapegoats sent out by their families to perpetuate themselves together they must work out the inherent conflict in the situation Couples who remain together eventually reach some kind of accommodation, whether based on compromise or resignation, reconciling themselves to each other lessens uh, lessens, uh, the previous friction. Dysfunctional families, terrified of conflict, adhere rigidly to the rituals that they establish, having experienced the anxiety of uncertainty now cling to their routines. So hold on, let me start over. That's a definition or something that a therapist would understand. Let me talk to real humans now. Okay. The definition (laughs) of attachment disorder Uh is a general term for conditions that cause people to have a hard time connecting Mm -hmm. and forming meaningful relationships with others. That's right. Okay. So I want, I'm going to talk about attachment for a minute because that did not make sense. Okay. Sorry. Bringing up scapegoats. Sorry. Uh, So attachment is basically, uh, okay. I'm reading the book by Dr. Dan Siegel. Actually, I finished it. It's Mm -hmm. called The Power of Showing Up. Mm. And it is such a good book. And it basically is a culmination of all of his attachment work that he's done over the years with Tina Payne Bryson. And they talk about this idea that when you are a baby... (laughs) Somebody says, please, that was a mouthful. (laughs) I know. I apologize. I'm sorry. And good morning, Valerie. Uh, So this idea that when we are babies, we are born with this inborn innate desire to feel safe and to, to, to feel, connect yep to connect others. and mm-hmm. feel cared for the way that we feel connected and safe and cared for is by the attunement that the other that our caregiver gives us so let me w- tell you what i mean by when, when i say attunement so if i am a baby and i cry because that's the only thing i can do to get your attention mm-hmm. and you turn and you look at me and you go oh what's up mm-hmm you have attuned to me, like a, mm-hmm. like trying to find a radio station. Mm-hmm. You're tuning your, your you, you've dialed it in. You're dialed into my needs as a human mm-hmm. being, and when you can dial into my needs, then I go, oh, okay, I feel safe. Even mm-hmm. if I don't have words to say that, even mm-hmm. if I have no like language ability, I'm a teensy tiny baby, mm-hmm. tiny. Uh, your attunement mm-hmm. equals safety. Okay, that done over weeks and months and days and mm-hmm. years and all of that equals healthy boundaries, healthy attachment. It I, equals a secure right, attachment a secure bond. Attachment. I, for my own biological, literal life needs, I can count on this right. person for like think about breastfeeding, like mm-hmm. all the chemicals and bonding of that goes you on. Think about breastfeeding. <laughs> Just kidding. Keep on. <laughs> right? Uh, that is a vital part because right. in order for me to stay alive, a help a helpless baby, right. I have to attach this. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
I don't know. You know, my caregiver isn't attuning. Mm-hmm. When is milk coming? Right. Like, I'm hungry. I have no mm-hmm. words to say this. I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's really crazy is that uh, Dan Siegel goes so far as to say that attachment is love, which is mm. mind boggling because you're like, I've never heard that. Or oh thought about my gosh. It. It's so good. Because think about that a baby that needs breast milk, right? A baby has to nurse, to feed, all those things. Mm-hmm. And that's in, we're talking newborns, right? Mm-hmm. So think about what a mother is doing when they are nursing their baby. Mm. loving they're just loving them right they're they're filling their tummies with breast milk they're making them warm they're looking in their eyes mm-hmm. and you know there's all these there terrible research where oh, the man. um kids in nazi the the babies that were in mm-hmm. the concentration camps that were taken from parents and like experimented on they died you can give them everything they quote need mm-hmm. except for love they and will it, die and in the absence of touch too right. there's been all kinds of studies with mm-hmm. uh, other mammal right. species, monkeys, different types of right. monkeys and stuff, and monkeys that don't have that. The, the, they just go we, crazy. We watch videos of these experiments oh. in in uh, grad school, grad school, and all the stuff, and the the difference was very very obvious. Right. I'm like oh my goodness, it's terrifying. And and so as a therapist, I can see. Well, first of all, in my own life, like right. examining my own life, and then with clients when I used to work with kids uh-huh. often in different communities, kids who didn't have that secure attachment and kids right. who, who just needed love, right. like just needed love, and, but they were in yeah. a therapy office and, and, and different things. And, and you could really see it. So yeah, secure attachment. So getting into the adult attachment. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pe- not get there yet. Okay. I'm sorry, okay. but I really, people, I think <clears throat> hey, that's great. No, it takes I love a it. long time to understand how this stuff works. And it's so weird because on one level you're like, well, duh, Mm-hmm. obviously this is how mm-hmm. it should work but we're so far from that model like we we have veered so far away from it you want okay to can something? i read this and this isn't like super goats on the planet of lular <laughs> go ahead <laughs> this one is is easier to digest go ahead and read it for the mortals <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, a healthy relationship according to susan johnson who is the founder of emotional okay. focus susan therapy b. anthony says no uh is a secure attachment bond that is one characterized by emotional accessibility and responsiveness secure attachment refers to both having grown up with a sense of being lovable so a sense of being lovable i am worth mom's time i'm right. worth her to give me milk and keep me alive right. so a sense of being lovable and worthwhile and to the confidence that comes from having a secure and rewarding intimate relationship. So this could be in in childhood and, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, into adulthood. But when attachment security is threatened, people typically respond with anger, a protest that, unfortunately, may drive the other person away rather than evoke the desired responsiveness. Mm -hmm. Recently, Johnson has introduced the notion of attachment injuries, traumatic occurrences that damage the bond between partners, and, if not resolved, maintain negative cycles of attachment insecurities. So, boom, baby, that hits it on the head. So, when I, that that last sentence of what our uh, uh, viewer Uh wrote in, the last thing I need is to uh, or to leave him alone. Right. No. Right. You don't. That is an attachment injury, and that is what he thinks he may need. Right. But that perpetuates that cycle of feeling alone. Right. She doesn't understand me. I'm not well, worth and, love. And think of a teenager. Think of mm. like a punk dingbat teenager who's like, I don't need anything. Uh, pfft, uh. Right. right. Like it's mm. that vibe. It's mm. that energy of a of a kid who just thinks. Well, I, they're so wounded inside. And you as an mm-hmm. adult or like if you're 
not wounded can see you're like golly get therapy bro mm. like let someone hug you <laughs> um and you know that the answer is actually jesus the opposite of what the mm. person thinks they need because they're afraid of it it was inconsistent mm-hmm. in their childhood it wasn't they weren't attuned to um and attuned with and so that really damages something in your brain and one of the things that uh, when i say damages i don't mean damages sounds injuries weird. it yeah it, it reroutes your brain so mm. in the book by dan siegel the power of showing up. He talks about this idea that, and he's this, he is a science, he's a researcher, he's a pediatrician, he is so awesome and hunky. Mm-hmm. He's like a in medical all doctor and also a PhD in he's different the crazy. Best. Um, and he talked about this idea that our attachments as children, so the way that we form attachments with our caregivers, so mm-hmm. me and my parents, right? It literally changes. And when I say literally, I actually mean literally this time. It changes the size and shape of our brain and mm-hmm. how it functions. Mm-hmm. So just like I go to the gym and I work out every day and all of a sudden I get rippling pectorals. Like if I don't work those muscles, mm-hmm. I won't get those muscles. Right. I will be just average, right? Mm-hmm. Or depleted or whatever. It's the exact same thing with our brains. And we in our relationships with our caregivers. So this could be a caregiver, could be your mom, your dad, your grandma, your auntie. You could be adopted and have an adopted family caregiver. So whoever raised you Mm -hmm. for the majority of the time is your caregiver. And if they looked you in the eye and they made you feel seen, Mm -hmm. so you said, I'm so hungry, and they went, all right, what do you want for breakfast? Or if you tried to get their attention and you cried and they're like, shut up, Mm -hmm. go to bed. Mm -hmm. I hate you and I don't want you in my life, which Mm -hmm. people treat other people that way. So this is not a joke that Mm -hmm. these things can happen. Um, When that happens, your brain, the parts of your brain that are, are wired for connection. So like the, literal places in your brain that are like, I deal with other people. Mm -hmm. They shrink. Mm -hmm. They shrink because they were not, um, they They, were not worked as a child. right. Right. They weren't created. So what wires, what, Fires together, wires together, right. right? So if you're getting all these these hits of secure emotional attachment, oh, um, I'm loved, I feel loved, I have the ability to love other people, that's going to wire together. Like right. think of it as electrical wires that, right. you know, and, then, and then you put a wire is, nut on there for so electrician, weird. construction dudes. You, 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 you zap them together. You zap them together and you twist it, twist right? It. And those things don't come apart unless a squirrel gets in the wall and chews them. And then your house lights on fire. Right. And that's uh, not good. So that is an idea that Dan Siegel talks about all the time. What fires together, wires together. Mm-hmm. So it's the things that you do more often will become like wired and permanently set in your brain. So this is a good thing to understand as if you have a baby mm-hmm. right now or young kids because mm-hmm. you can have what is called earned attachment where you heal mm-hmm. your attachment wounds or your children's attachment wounds. So if you didn't have solid, healthy attachment as a kid or you're not, you haven't given it to your mm-hmm. own children, there is hope. Do not give up. You can reverse yeah, and change yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. But it is, but uh, especially for people with little kiddos right now, babies, that kind of deal, um, I want you to really think about this idea that every time you attune to your kid, every time that you show them love mm-hmm. and affection, that you talk to them, mm-hmm. that you help them see, feel seen, mm-hmm. you are building their brain health mm-hmm. in every single way. And They're let me re- just say this. Not only are you building their brain health, like when you get down on their level kind of thing, I'm like squat, scrouching down. You, yeah. know? you look them in the eye and mm-hmm. say, hey, how are you today? Or, or whatever, you know, your special little things with your kids. You're also 
wiring your own brain, right? right? Even right. even if you didn't get it as a kid, mm-hmm. you can give it as a parent. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it when some of our fans talk about breaking the generational yes, curse, yes. right? You're rewriting your family tree. Mm-hmm. You are changing your family of origin, and right? this is called reparenting. Re- so oh my I goodness! Can, Don't can, even get me started on the concept of reparenting. I have done that for myself, and I've also done you it. Told me not to get you started with so. clients, and it is so absolutely powerful. In reparenting, oh. you give yourself what you needed as a child that you didn't get. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And it's basically this idea of you're building a secure attachment with yourself because mm-hmm. you didn't have it with your caregiver. But one of the things that Dan Siegel talks about that was the most sort of um, important takeaway bits for me in his book, The Power of Showing Up, which I highly recommend that you go get. You can get it for mm-hmm. free at audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. If you don't have an audible trial or an audible account, you can get it for free. Audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Get The Power of Showing Up by Dr. Dan Siegel mm-hmm. in, and Tina Payne Bryson. It's amazing. But he talks about this idea that in order for you as a child to understand your worth and value, an adult has to do it first. Mm-hmm. So an adult, and I'll tell you, the, mm. the people in my life who are really amazing at this, my parents are really good at this. My dad is particularly good at this with little kids. And my mom is in a different way. Like she's, uh, they're just, they just have different skills. But right. my dad is like super next level at like talking to a baby and he'll say the weirdest things. Like I see that, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my dad talks to little kids as mm-hmm. if they are just, and they are, they're these autonomous humans. They mm-hmm. are their own spirit being. And mm-hmm. my dad talks to them that way. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to see. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing is he's saying, you have value. Right. Your thoughts are important. I don't devalue Anything you want because you're small. Mm -hmm. I don't devalue anything you want because you don't know the words that I know. And he gives that child the gift of you matter. You're valuable. You have thoughts that matter. You can differ from me. It's okay to be different. And then in turn, that child turns around and says, Mm -hmm. I matter. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be different. And well, I know how to back, see myself that because goes back he saw to me. One of the descriptions of secure attachment, mm-hmm. understanding that you are worth loving, right. that you are right. lovable, and that you are worthwhile. Somebody says on YouTube Live, whoa, pony, hold the mail. <laughs> <laughs> that hit home fairly blunt. I've always struggled with rejecting affection, but desperately needing it, but can't let anyone right. know. Ouch. Oh. So, you know what? You're You're absolutely not alone and you know who's with you on that i'm pointing at melanie right now right in a funny inchworm kind of way uh because we we grow up these ways and there was another description of uh the the type of family that produces it was like scapegoats and stuff no it wasn't scapegoats it was much more understandable yes and I, I'm not going to take the time to get off track to read it, but it did talk about, yeah, sometimes these things, because in families, we we get in our rigid things, right. and we don't value, we don't celebrate big emotions. Well, and sometimes it, we don't know how. So Sometimes I, we don't know how, right, yeah. but then, then that becomes the pattern, mm-hmm. and then, you know, what we know, we go to right. over and over again, then that becomes the thing. So hold on a minute. That is so true, Brianna, and... It is repairable. I just want you to know that, that it is repairable. Brene. Brene. I'm sorry. I said Brennan, didn't I? Sorry. Uh, Brad says, this is so true. I've been seeing this happening in my life with my son and fixing my own attachment issues. Okay. Hashtag get real 
Watch out. Can, all right. Can I talk or are you talking? I was going to talk. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so having children brings out this stuff in you. Big it is. It puts if if we are any you know iota of self aware, <laughs> this stuff comes out with your kids, right? And about a year and a half ago, a lot of it came out with. Well, it's the, it's like it's always coming out. It's just a process, you guys. A process, as our Canadian friends would say. <laughs> and uh, so, what up, Hatisha? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a process, right. and I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> right. So it is. It is a a real process, and the the actual intervention of reparenting is so beautiful and so powerful. I every time that I've done it with a client, they cry. Right. They ball, and right. sometimes I even get like the oh, feels, yeah. you know. And I did it with myself, and it is the act of it's kind of like uh, dividing yourself into a couple of parts, mm-hmm. right? What would the eight-year-old Seth mm-hmm. want right now? Mm-hmm. And guess who is the perfect person on the whole planet mm-hmm. to give it to them? The adult right. Seth, because I knew exactly how that eight-year-old was mm-hmm. feeling, and now I didn't have the tools then, right. or somebody didn't give it to me now, mm-hmm. so I can put my place, and it gets kind of trippy meta, but it's awesome. So I can put my, I put my adult self mm-hmm. in the place of the eight-year-old, so you're like two people at once, but mm-hmm. you're actually three, and then you talk to the eight-year-old, mm-hmm. or seven, or six, or Ten year old or yeah. whatever, whatever you needed, and then you see them, you hear them, right. you say, "You are lovable, you are worthwhile," right. and then actually, it is so so trippy because it's just like a time warp. Then the eight year old heals, and then you come back out of that to mm-hmm. the present you, and you're like, "Oh, right." Wh- and that, it, that it, was that was beautiful. Right. I I feel so much better and whole and complete, and go, yeah. I am awesome. Right. In a good way. Yeah. You feel seen and you're seeing yourself. Right. And it's a very weird thought. And it is a process. So you don't just do it once and then it like, mm-hmm. bloop, it's done. Um, so needed to hear this today. I have an almost two-year-old and I find myself zoning out a lot. I need to be more mm. present with her. You guys, I have been praying and asking God and the universe to like put this podcast or whatever we say or whatever people comment mm-hmm. In the ears and the minds of people who need to right, hear it. Have it yeah. And when we get comments like that, that's just bonkers. Like, yeah. I needed to hear this today. I'm like, yep. Right. Thank you, God. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was that was awesome. So thanks for, <clears throat> thanks for sharing that. What's up, Jenny? Good to see you this morning. Uh, yeah. And I think there's a lot of things in this idea of reparenting and attachment where we so much of what we think and believe is literally just in our mm-hmm. minds. Like mm-hmm. it's so weird to think like you can talk to your eight year old self and mm. give yourself what you needed, but it's real right. and it does actually help. Mm-hmm. And so going back to the question, they are saying my husband and I both deal with adult attachment disorder, mm-hmm. meaning they have different, they were not attuned to by their parents in a way that was helpful mm-hmm. to them when they were little. So one is saying, yeah, my husband, I think mom was really stifling, like always. And both parents were narcissistic. Were, yeah. And then mm-hmm. my, and her own parent was, uh, didn't give her enough affection. Mm-hmm. So then it makes this dynamic of, the one lady is like, oh, I want to hug all the time, but I actually don't know how, so I push you away. Mm-hmm. And then the husband's like, don't touch me, and I don't want you to touch me, mm-hmm. so I push you away. So it's this sort of mm-hmm. like magnetic force. Well, it's that, that are, loop, right? Because mm-hmm. we want that connection. Yeah. We need that connection. We need connection, it, actually, yeah. But we, we haven't had it for so long. We don't know what to do. Then we just perpetuate uh, what... Brene says, you guys got me on the cry right now. 
I've not mm. been able to identify this until today, and it has definitely shown in my relationship with my two-year-old daughter, so mm. ready to turn it around. Mm. Thank you. Hey. You are so welcome. If you want some extra support, email us and we can talk it through. Right. Uh, that'd be absolutely great. Right. And uh, David says, I adopted a dog who had been previously abused, and he would not tolerate petting for about fi- for a five-second count, and then... He, he would, would bite. bite. He desperately wanted love, but he couldn't yes. accept. So oh very sad. Oh my gosh, that yeah. is this, so. That is crazy. Because, good stories about dogs, right? That is one of the things we adopt. We went. We got a dog, mm-hmm. and we ended up having to literally give it back to the woman who gave it to us because we're like, this dog hates. I mean, it can't. It's. It was so severely attachment mm-hmm. disordered mm-hmm. that it couldn't even. Be, it could only be with me. Then it became protective of me. Then it would get angry at the kids, and it was a puppy, you mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. And this it was just the most blare sign of this dog was not has not been attached well to the mom who was probably abused Mm -hmm. so you can see the cycle of how this goes from generation Mm -hmm. to generation this i think is the generational curse one of them that they Mm -hmm. talk about in the bible when you don't heal wounds Mm -hmm. you pass them on Mm -hmm. because you don't know how to change and that was one of the things so in my family my parents were really good at seeing who we were as people but at the time when we I'm trying to think of how to explain this because I think it applies to the question. So when I got married to you, mm-hmm. I I Your knew who husband. I knew who I was. <laughs> I knew who I was in, a, in in one way. I'm like, oh, I'm super attuned with myself. I feel like I I am worth being loved. And no questions there. Mm. But I did not know how to, to show, show love because that is not something my family even or does ex- right now or accept it. Right. I, so yeah. what does that produce? Like it. It produces a needy person who pushes you away when they need so something. So this is really good and kind of telling also. It almost produces almost an arrogant person. Like, well, yeah, I'm loved. I'm here. Right. 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 And you get kind of like cocky and turn into a douche. Right. You know what I'm saying? A but, French shower. Yes, a, a cocky French shower. <laughs> Okay, we just went somewhere. Sentence. Well, we are having a a Shamira sexologist on (laughs) the show this Friday. So, Um, but you were so. I think what it produces is there's an arrogance and an insecurity Mm -hmm. that is unsustainable. But also, the arrogant side Mm -hmm. of me Mm -hmm. did not know how to change it, that I could change it, or Mm -hmm. that it needed to be changed. Because I was like, built. I built a fortress around my physical self. Like. I don't need you to touch me. I don't care if you have feelings. That's literally how I behave. It's like we talked about in about two shows last uh, yeah. two, two or two weeks ago. You were like, "Hot damn, here I am," right. kind of thing. Watch out! <laughs> hey, this is me. Deal with it. I'm right. just this way. Well, I've always done it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, okay. The way you've always been doing it. Mm-hmm. May have worked when it was single Melanie, right. but now it's or, married like 14 Melanie. 14-year-old Melanie, that was fine when right. I was that way. But and this doesn't work. Yes. So I absolutely do not like the excuse and do not accept the excuse of, I've always been this way. Right. This is just how I am. Right. And here's what I want to say. This is, I've been mean, I don't want to forget this. So one of the things that was the most helpful for me to understand in attachment and understanding what is healthy attachment Mm -hmm. is think of a time when you are with either your own child or someone else's kid and you are happy, you feel safe, you feel loving, and you just want to connect with them. Mm. What do you do? So in my case, and maybe this is different for everybody, but I think that this is a good example or even with a puppy. Uh, a kitten like a baby. Just think of a baby of any creature that you have Touch access it, to. Touch it, snuggle it. You want to talk to it. You want to mm-hmm. look in its eyes. You want to mm-hmm. tell that little thing how sweet it is. Mm-hmm. How, how oh, it's so cute. It does this and that and it's funny. 
the reason we do that is we are we have somewhere deep inside of us this hard wiring to know this is what you do when little critters are around and mm-hmm. they need love. It's when things like our cell phones get in the way, our past wounds get in the way, mm-hmm. our fear, our anxiety of our of attachment closeness, injuries, closeness, yeah, as they talk about our attachment injuries get mm-hmm. in the way. We stop understanding what to do. So this was my big aha moment for attachment, mm-hmm. especially as an adult. I realized I was treating Seth like, um, like a a throw pillow that I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. But when my children walked in the room, Mm -hmm. you get out of my way. My kiddos are in this room. I'm going to kiss them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hug them. I'm Mm going to tell them how fun they are. I'm going to talk about their day Mm -hmm. with them. I don't care if we're talking about Crayola crayons. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about their day with them. I knew how to attune and uh, adapt and talk to my own children, but I did not. So you had the ability. Yes, I had the ability. Yep, but it was not. I did not know how to do it with an adult. Because of certain attachment injuries. So you guys... I was thinking of this as you were talking. What do you do with an injury? A sports injury, a cut. What do you do with that injury? You heal it. You take you, care you of it. You pay attention right. to it. Yeah. You don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. You say, you don't just white knuckle and work through it. Right. Sometimes you get maybe you have to or, or what you die. You die. Right? Uh, but the same thing with physical injuries. <laughs> you put a band-aid on it. You put, you know neosporin on it you, you put raw organic honey yes you go to the doctor if you need to you get therapy you rehabilitate it right, right? when i hurt my ligament in the thing mm-hmm. i put ice on it i didn't run for like two or three days right. i took ibuprofen right i attuned to it mm-hmm. and gave it what it needed mm-hmm. right so people think oh attachment styles i'm just this way attachment injuries i can never do this you would not even think twice about saying that about a cut or, or a wound a broken or a arm. broken bone. Right. You say, I see this. I acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I know what needs to be done. I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. So you decided somewhere along there, mm-hmm. oh, I can hug my kids. Why don't I hug Seth? Right. Okay. What's up with that? Right. Why don't I receive and, love yes. from him? Why can't I take love from him? Because somewhere along the line, I got attachment injuries over and over and over mm-hmm. from past boyfriends, from me. No, from my family. I'll just, from your family. In, in our family, like there was, there was a lot going on in our family. Our family's like every other family. We have histories and stories and crazy stuff. Mm. And there was so, I was the youngest kid and there was so much going on with my older two siblings that they're just, I'm not even kidding, was no time for it. Mm-hmm. There was no, t- there wasn't time in like the craziness that was my family Mental for a while. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like there was a a lot a lot a lot going on and so i think i i just adapted i went oh well i don't need anybody i don't i know mm-hmm. who i am i don't need you right i will do what i want and that's right. how i lived from the like teenage years on so that's how you coped yeah like okay i assess this situation i'm going to get into these certain things i'm going to cope and adapt this way which is not a bad thing mm-hmm. you know it we, works we for are a while. adaptive Mm-hmm. an adaptive species we wouldn't be here right if we didn't have an ability to pivot and right. adapt and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah you did that mm-hmm. and so i made the I, I turned into that version of myself for a while that obviously had attachment issues but didn't know it and it could work for a while mm-hmm. but then when we like this was recent fairly recently as i was noticing how i would treat the kids versus how i would treat you mm-hmm. and when you would say statements like i wish you treated me as good as you treated the dog mm. That's a powerful statement. That was a real statement. That was a real statement because up, I man? was treating the dog. I was attuning to the dog. I right. was loving the dog, talking to the dog. And one of the most helpful things for me was 
thinking of you as a child. And that was mm. the thing we did with Dr. Tina Shermer. But not as a baby man, because nobody no, no, wants no, no, to sleep no. with a baby man, let right? Me, so it's let not me that, go backwards. So it's me thinking context. of when Seth was a child. Right. Me thinking back when Seth was six years old. How would I treat him? What would I say to him? Mm-hmm. If I had the opportunity now to look at my husband when he was a tiny kid, how cool would that be, for one? Right. But also, uh, it gave me this... You see me on a horse right. uh, championship beating 18-year-olds when I was right. five years old. Right, when you were five years old on a horse. And so there's, there's this shift that happened when I could look at Seth mm-hmm. with the empathic eyes of an adult who could see that... I was not attuning to him. Mm-hmm. I would. He, he's an adult. It doesn't mean I don't. I can't love him and kiss mm-hmm. him and hug him or whatever. Like, why would I think adults don't need that? Oh, mm-hmm. you know why I would think adults don't need that? Because in my home, adults don't need that. Right. We're all really isolated. We don't say goodbye or hello. They needed it, <laughs> that, but they didn't show. We it, didn't. Right? Sh- we mm-hmm. didn't know how to do it. So right. that meant I had the responsibility to either ignore what I figured out mm-hmm. or change it, mm. which is a lot of work. That took reparenting. That took diving down really deep and saying, what wounds do I actually have? And here's the wounds that came up for me in that conversation. I realized, so Seth is a guy, obviously. I have older brothers. And my dad spent a ton of time teaching my older brothers how to mm-hmm. fix cars. How to ch- They changed engines out on like the RX-7. They raced cars together. And I'm like, why couldn't I have done that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I get to go to China with my dad? Why didn't I blah, 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 fill in the blank? And I thought, that, that, so that's what I thought my wound was, mm-hmm. right? But then I had to reparent myself and I'm like, okay, what am I missing? Like mm-hmm. literally, what am I missing here? Oh, the reason I didn't learn how to switch out an engine in an RX-7 is because my dad was paying to send me to the theater camp I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to the youth choir in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was in the youth symphony orchestra. Duh. Like Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, he just didn't love me as much because I wasn't a boy. Mm -hmm. No, he was sending me to all these other things that I wanted to do because he loved me. That you asked for. That I asked for. And so it was, Mm -hmm. it takes self-awareness. It takes like asking yourself, why do I actually feel this way? Why do I feel like I can't connect with Seth? And then stepping into that and then stepping farther and then stepping farther and then stepping farther. And what it reveals is often scary. It often is like, Oh, now I feel stupid because I thought it was Seth's mm-hmm. fault, but really mm-hmm. it's mine kind of vibes. Right. But let's see. There's lots of comments. Uh, somebody says, Seth, would you say the attachment disorder is a person who's mm. a love and connected person or no? Uh, I'm not sure if I understand ah. that. Do you understand that question? No, push that. I can't make it. Open. Okay. Sorry. Can you, Miss Miss KMC uh, kind of uh, elaborate on that. It says, Melanie, I feel like we are very, very similar, coping and adapting to family situations. Add to that, the example I saw in my parents reinforced my behavior because mom didn't need my dad. Right. It's manifested in my marriage and it's been so dang hard to heal. Been right. working on it for two years now since I realized right. it. Right, and yes. that's a good... So good I'll job. speak to that in our own, in my family, and I love my parents. They're still married. I see them literally every day. I call my mom every day. Love my family. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of the vibes that we have as well. It's like, it's my mom doesn't necessarily need my dad emotionally. Mm-hmm. And when I started doing that to Seth is when I realized, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm actually bringing that generational curse into mm-hmm. my home. I don't want that no, thank for you. my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want Mariner to think, oh yeah, mom's always mad at dad. Because mm-hmm. that's what he was starting to think. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is not right. Wait, and that yeah. had nothing to do, I mean... It's mm-hmm. all that can all be healed and worked on through mm-hmm. reparenting, awareness, mm-hmm. mindfulness, setting alarms. Like 
it's really simple yeah. things that can help you bring that mm -hmm. in into a place of being able to heal it. So I'm glad that you're on that journey. Yeah. So one thing that we uh, really espouse, obviously, oh is <clears throat> therapy. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, have been for about 13 years. And we have partnered with... Uh, Get faithful, faithful counseling. Get faithful dot com forward slash anatomy of marriage. That's the website. So we have partnered with Faithful mm -hmm. Counseling, and you can go learn more about mm -hmm. them at getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. That's right. And you will get hooked up with a licensed professional counselor, just like myself, and someone you can choose who you want. Mm -hmm. You know, are you uh, a different uh, a race? Are you biracial? What are you? Do you want a African-American therapist? Do you want a native therapist? You can pick these things. What? Are you a different race? <laughs> That's a very well, weird way to say you know, it. What, what's your ethnic background, right? You can, you can, you can pick an Indian-American um, therapist, Asian-American therapist. Do you want a therapist, therapist who is Muslim? Right? Do you want to, yeah. Exactly. And then you can even go farther down and say, you know what? I have heard about attachment issues. Do you work with attachment-related uh, issues, right. right? And you can choose all this stuff. Are you married? Does your therapist have kids? So they can understand where you're mm -hmm. coming from, right? You can customize your therapy. You can customize your therapy, right? And research says that the therapeutic relationship, basically how you jive and vibe with your therapist, right. has a huge effect on the outcomes yes. of therapy. Let's just say that. If you have a bad therapist that you don't like, don't stay there. Right. Right. It's just like a, a real relationship. Don't stay. Don't, don't stay there and don't poo-poo on therapy, right? Right, So right, again, right. getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You guys are going there. I see the analytics and you guys are getting help. And this show will continue to grow as we help more people. Mm. And as we help more people, the show will grow. So that's why we partner with places like getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Go there, mm -hmm. get a, get a, an assessment and you can start therapy, teletherapy, no office, no nothing, no, no driving, no traffic, no COVID, you, no COVID. You can start therapy today. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Let's see. Okay. It says, I recently heard terms of her terms of people being love and connected freedom and choice or authority based, meaning that's what they thrive on. I don't know it in totality. So the terms may be wrong. Okay. I think it's almost like taking a, yeah, I understand what you're saying with that mm -hmm. comment. I think it might be unhelpful. That's mm -hmm. a label that, um, doesn't make, might not allow people to actually grow beyond something that mm -hmm. was a wound. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It's like saying, um, well, I broke my arm once. I'm broken forever. Right, my right. wrist is a broken wrist. It's like, yeah. well, now it'll heal if you take yeah, care and of it. Yeah, and I even take some issue with even the title of this episode, Attachment Disorder, right? right. So there are attachment styles, avoidant, conflictual, uh, reactive. There are actual attachment disorders. Yeah, well, a, a disorder means it's just not right. Like right, you're, it, it's you're not, not right. But not then healthy. there are things that like, oh, we struggle with and I need some help on this and I need to do some... Mm -hmm. Uh, work, talk to a therapist, right. uh, and and move on from that. Right. That doesn't mean you have a disorder that you're like... It can uh, never change. Yeah, it's not like a genetic right. disorder or something like that, which is more biological and permanent. Right. So, um, different topic. I find it difficult to bring up things with, with clearing, clearing structure, structure, which can start an argument when things are g good uh, with, with me and my spouse. I tend to just hold it in so things can stay that calm. So, right. how about this, Victoria? Boom, I'm going to hit home right now. What if the things that are difficult are things that you aren't talking about 
and they only come up because you don't talk about them. Right. Right. Yeah. And I would so say, yeah. Even when it's calm, which, you know, research says that's the best time to bring up difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. You can use the AOM sandwich method, which is basically, hey, something nice, positive, reaffirming mm-hmm. that we're good. Well, the, the clearing structure. Some sort of, yeah. Then some sort of, let me talk about mm-hmm. this topic. It's a little hard. And then you close it up, sandwich, you know. Well, with, in the clearing structure, the, would you, the digital version is in there. You don't know that because you don't know anything about the app. I need to sandwich this conversation the, right it's now. It's in the app. It's in the if you're using the app in the Anatomy of Marriage app mm-hmm. uh, or using the clearing structure in the app, it is a AOM sandwich method. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to get at. You don't need you, to explain it. It's built you're, in. You're, you're excused. Yes, thanks. Um, <laughs> well, one thing I've noticed is that it takes a lot of time and patience to change these inherited traits, mm-hmm. but it can be done. Absolutely, Cody. Right. Yeah. Anything worth doing is worth doing right, and usually the right things to do take time, mm-hmm. right? What's that saying? Um, uh, slow is, uh, no, uh, s- slow is, no, smooth is no, slow. It's slow is fast, and fast is slow, I think is what it is. It's something like, yeah, if you're going smoother, you will, oh, geez, I don't it's even know. It's fast and slow. But right. anyway, the, the thing I want to say, too, is you mentioned, that, like, sorry. I don't know how to talk about things and bring it up in the clearing structure. So this is what mm-hmm. I want to suggest to you. Type everything out in the clearing structure. If you're not using the app to do this, I highly recommend getting mm-hmm. the app. It's that it's the, the clearing structure is free. It is free, you guys. Go to anatomyofmarriage.com and get the flippin' app. You can get it in iTunes. You can get it in Google Play or whatever mm-hmm. thing and get the app. Use the clearing structure. It has the AOM sandwich method already built in. You say positive things. You say the problem. And then you say positive mm-hmm. things again. But in there... You have to get your feelings out, like legitimately get them out, mm-hmm. look at them and understand what they are. Then when you go to communicate them, think, 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 think about it. Mm. If you don't have the words, don't say them. Don't say anything. Continue to think. But then you have the scroll down app to help you with that. Well, you'll have a paragraph to say, mm-hmm. but if you cannot do it without fighting, don't do it yet. Mm-hmm. And here's what I want you to ask yourself. Why am I upset about this? Mm. Why do I feel like I need to fight? You want you want to know why you feel like you need to fight? You saw someone do it when you were a kid, mm-hmm. right? You saw someone fight. You saw, you know, you're just modeling mm-hmm. what you saw. You go to what you know, mm-hmm. right? So if your parents didn't talk about their problems, you're not going to talk about your problems. You don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. If your parents only screamed and fought and threw things at each other, that's what you're going to want to do. Your right. body's going to go to what it knows. It's mm-hmm. going to, even if your brain doesn't want to go there, your body's going to be like, all right, I mm-hmm. know what happens next. I throw mm-hmm. the thing and I cuss. Sometimes, right? or sometimes it's a complete 180. You're like, you okay, shut down. peace right. out. I'm not doing that. Right. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. Thank you. That's a lifesaver. Aaron says, a disorder just needs help finding an order right. that works for your life. Uh, maybe that statement just makes sense in my mind. Yeah, disorder. So we all like, we all desire connection and balance mm-hmm. and order, mm-hmm. right? It's just, if you look outside, we desire, the woods yeah. are orderly. Right. Everything is in its right place. But what's crazy is that if we aren't used to it, we fight against it. Right. So start asking yourself, what am I fighting against? If you and your husband both have attachment issues right now, mm-hmm. meaning they will get better, start asking yourself, what am I fighting against? Then go read anything by Eckhart Tolle and you'll know that fighting is not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Right. It's, yeah. So <laughs> I need to go. Thank you. This has been a great conversation. Attachment is attachment <clears throat> theory and all kinds of attachment issues, secure avoidance is so fascinating mm-hmm. to me. And uh, the the ability that we have, we, we innately have mm-hmm. in each of us, 
to change mm-hmm. what we don't like or what's like, oh man, what, something's been grinding, you know, kind of in my spirit or whatever. Something's been off. Something has been incongruent mm-hmm. with, you know, how I want to feel. I would, I would ask yourself to, to look uh, in through attachment right. issues, you know. Speaking Somebody says, of grinding. Please, well, <laughs> please mention the therapy site again. Thank you. The site is getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Yes. Let me just say it again. You will get paired with a licensed therapist just like myself. It's HIPAA compliance. Your business ain't going out there. Right. right? Yeah, it's good. And you can do it on video. You can do it on phone. You can do it on text. Yes. And you guys are going there. You can completely pair up with a therapist who is who is good for you. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Like I said, speaking of grinding though, oh. we on this Friday, we are going to be talking with sexologist Shamira yep. and it is going to be awesome. She is like the number one dating mm-hmm. uh, pro. She's a sexologist. She's a licensed social worker. Mm-hmm. She's an author. She's a professor. She is amazing. She's all the things. She's all the things and she is going to answer y'all's uh, sex and relationship mm-hmm. questions. She does dating stuff. So send them them in send them into hello at anatomy of mm-hmm. we already have lots coming in and their space is limited so if you don't send in your question uh oh freaking <laughs> i hate your phone so much uh seth's phone just like keep on going whatever so send your questions in to hello at anatomy of or mm-hmm. dm us whatever but we want to have we will have tons of fun questions for Shamira to yeah. answer about sex and intimacy and dating. And you guys, nothing mm-hmm. is off limits in this call, this conversation. Right. We're going live Friday Send them in anonymous PM. and be like, hey, yeah, I'm into some trippy stuff. They will well, always be anonymous. Yeah, they are always going to be anonymous. So send them in by Friday. Friday is the show at 4. So mm-hmm. And you can join us live as well. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Pacific Standard yes. Time. Bree says, I would love to hear another video on topics like this. Yes, we absolutely will deliver that. Absolutely. All right. Have a wonderful day. We love you guys. Thanks for dealing with our phone issues. Bye, guys. Bye.